In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, this is a bit of a, as I've seen before we started recording, I suppose it's not a place we're doing, but it is, I don't know, it's like a universal acknowledged phantom of the unknown, I would say. And it also has been in many places. Mm. So the collective place is haunted. It's in the earth. <laughs> it is collectively haunted. Um, so my name's Lauren. I am Olivia. And this week, we're actually going to do, we can do some chat beforehand, but I'm going to say we're going to do the hat man. Can't wait. I cannot wait. Yeah. Um, And the reason being is there's been a lot of other podcasts that have been covering it recently. And I feel like I just want to muck in on that. So I'm going to um cut in. But it's a, a topic that I've like been fascinated by for like many, many years. Like It was like a sign, wasn't it? That you were like, I'm finally going to do my F on it because it's been popping up and um, that's also what she said but <laughs> no question. and I hear more stories in America about it like I've not heard that many UK stories but you, maybe you, I will be wrong and you can tell me more I'm gonna cover off a bunch of reddit experiences at the end but like it seems to be universal people in this country as well from what I've seen um and across the world so I guess we'll get into it but um yeah it's a it's a weird one have you ever um you've experienced sleep paralysis haven't you i have indeed yeah did anything weird happen to you that was like did you see figures or anything like that or was it all like was it just you were just frozen in place no i saw i have the same sleep paralysis demon actually as my friend callum we both have the same oh my god what is it again it's parker crane from insidious vibes like an like a an old woman like haggard 
Packard Moon of a Black Veil over her face. Yes. <gasps> Just search Parker Crane Insidious 2 if you're listening and you'll see. And she's always standing at the end of the bed. But in the different ones I've had, for some reason, I've had a crucifix on the wall in one of them and it started to turn upside down. <gasps> in other ones, her face was moving. Um, and I've had it I've had it a handful of times, I can count on one hand. But terrifyingly it's happened when I've been alone in the flat when I had flatmates at the time. Didn't love that for me. But I am um, it's funny, you, you you see it happening and then it can start off really scary and it's almost like halfway through it, you you know you're like, I know I'm dreaming, I know I'm dreaming, you're gonna be able to move in a bit. You cannot physically move and then it's gone and you can move. So strange. I have to say I've I touch wood, I've literally I've never experienced that before. I wouldn't wish it. And honestly, even worse, my friend Callum, who is a NHS nurse, gets it every set of night shifts he does. Really? Yes. That's a lot of night shifts he does. He gets up really often. So I just think I think it it's very weird we both have the same like thing at the end of our bed. Well, it kind of plays into something I'll talk about in the episode as well, because obviously there's lots of different theories because it's so interconnected with that. Um, you're kind of, a lot of people could be, it's just been auto-suggested from the ether. So if you've watched something like Insidious or if you've read something, it kind of manifests as what that in your paralysis. Do you know, it's funny you say that though. I'm pretty damn sure my ex, when we first got together, she mentioned that when she she used to see, I think it was a, a girl with a, and she thought it, she had a knife or something like that. And I, and I remember being really so freaked out by it, right? That I was I was asleep at hers one night, and I woke up out of a, a dream, or at least I, I like must have come up, and I thought I felt a knife like drag along my oh, foot. Don't like that. Didn't they say as well that they thought that, that was what all the Salem witch trials were? It was like the suggestion people started to have sleep paralysis off witches and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And things like that. I, I think stuff like that's so interesting, like REM sleep and REM sleep disturbance and like disorders where dreams are reality or you act dreams out. Mm-hmm. It can often be um, dementia with Louis bodies, like the one that Robin Williams had. One of the main features is REM sleep disturbance in that like you will act your dreams out so often like people's partners will be like oh my god he thinks there's an intruder he's up with a bat he thinks it's real mm-hmm. it's our minds are mad really are it is pretty fascinating i was um i watched this amazing documentary at the weekend um about it's called like i think it's called magic fungi or the magical world of fungi or something i've got that on my list Oh, you need to watch it, by the way. It's crazy. I bought these as a result. It's called Shroom. I love that. I want to get one of those mushroom coffins. Do you know the eco-friendly end-of-life things you can get? Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Um, Actually, interestingly, I was listening to a podcast today. It's really weird that you brought this up because I was thinking about it. Um, Have you ever heard of Paris mushrooms? No. So in the catacombs in Paris, um, where it's basically made up of like six million dead people. Well, because they're so damp, there was like a thriving mushroom business there. They're called Paris, Paris mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And it was like the perfect environment for them to thrive. So people were like, fuck it, let's just grow mushroom. And it became like a delicacy. 
but um, it ended up being stopped or whatever, and lots of people are like, "You'll never have a mushroom as good as a Paris mushroom." So it was all these like mushrooms going out in between the bones and stuff. Oh my god, that's both macabre and something that I would definitely eat. I'd be like, "I'm eating that. Give it here." <laughs> yeah. So um, mushrooms aside, that's really interesting. Uh, interesting fact about the catacombs. Um, yeah, it came up just because. Um, I'm really into this room situation now as I'm like taking it for health benefits and um such an interesting documentary. I'd recommend it to everyone. Um, watch it tonight, actually. Yeah, you should. Um there's another one I'm gonna watch as well, but I can't remember what it's called, but um yeah. Um anyway. So let's crack on with the old episode, unless you've got any other business. Only other business I've got is that I went for a psychic reading on Saturday. Oh yeah. Oh, do tell. So I went to um, a lady who I know quite well now. I've been to a couple of her workshops. She's actually doing another, it's not even a four-week, like um, an indefinitely going on. uh, She's doing workshops on becoming a medium or becoming clairvoyant or um, reading auras. She said, literally anything you guys want to do, we will go learn how to do. Oh my god, that's so cool. Cool. So you're gonna learn how to do it on me. You can tell me what my aura is. I don't think I've ever been told, you know. I've been told I've got gold with some blue and yellow. That's lovely. What does that mean? Healer. That's true. And then that was when Jerica Gora came through, do you remember? Oh god, I <laughs> but, but other people after have said gold as well, but um do we can get aura photography as well people take photos and see your aura oh i'd love to um but no uh, both of my grandparents came through um she told me that i'm gonna have three children i've been told that before that i'm gonna move and get a as she said it's a promotion or a step up of some sort in summer oh wow and she said the way i see it is job new house and then you're going to meet your soulmate that's stunning i said that's lovely to hear and she said this one your soulmate's very nice and she said your nana says it's going to have honest eyes i was like i don't know what that means um but she said that he'll be in the cape like something similar like kian like maybe another doctor kind of thing and she said it's like it's perfect for you he's fun but he will look after you and she said for example, like I'm seeing when you have to go through exams or something, when you're moving up for work, he, you'll come home and he'll like have lit candles and made a little study space for you to make sure you, you do it. My God, he sounds lovely. He sounds like a lesbian. <laughs> but we know that's not on the case since you're straight as hell. That's so boring. I know. Lauren and I did this um, test, didn't we? That was like... yeah. <laughs> And I didn't answer all questions. I wasn't like, no, no, no. Because I was like, can you appreciate a woman's beauty? And I was like, yeah, 100%. I think women are beautiful than men generally. Like, being honest, I do. Yeah. But um, this bitch was 100% hetero. (laughs) I was devastated. I was like, oh, my God, there's no hope. (laughs) No, you're going to find a lovely doctor, man, I'm sure, who will... She said... I'm not she said I'm not seeing this as people you've been with previously but this man's gonna have fair here and I was like no you're right on money there <laughs> so yeah and she told me she told me some personal stuff that I'm not gonna say because it's not really it's not it wasn't about me 
but I'll tell you after. But it was um it was very, very nice and I've passed it on to the person and she said there was some stuff that, that was quite wild that came through actually. Um yeah. Yeah, it was it was really good. Well so, yeah. next time I'm in Belfast, I'm definitely gonna go see her with you. Let's do it. Let's definitely do it. Fabulous. All right, thank you for that. Um, let's crack on with the old hat man. So, of course, as we've mentioned at the beginning of the episode, this is quite a common thing. Even people that aren't interested in like the supernatural and stuff like that kind of either have read about it, heard, watched a film about it. So the hat man is a shadowy figure. He's often described as wearing a wide brim hat and sometimes a cloak or a coat. He's been reported by numerous individuals during sleep paralysis episodes in haunted locations um, or under circumstances that are deeply personal or sometimes traumatic. He's seen, um, he's also reported to have been seen by individuals after Ouija sessions, which I was like, oh, that's interestingly new. Yeah. Um, Unlike many other spectral entities that might vary widely in appearance and intent, the hat man presents a remarkably consistent description. So descriptions and experiences. The hat man is most commonly described as being cloaked in a shadow, making his features undiscernible, except from the outline of his wide brimmed hat. He's sometimes seen carrying a gold pocket watch that he'll occasionally look at. He's also been seen with red eyes. Um, most people do report him as being featureless and dark-faced. He's always tall, around six foot at a minimum. It's like, sign all the honeys up in there. That's like, is he on hinge? <laughs> is he on hinge, buddy? <laughs> um, but more often, he's actually described as being eight to ten foot tall. Um, which causes him to crouch over. So he's often stooped when he's seen because he's obviously so massive and always on the dating apps. Um, he's probably actually 5'10". <laughs> like, I know, he's like, my, my profile says 10 foot, but I'm actually 5'5". Five five. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually just 5'3". <five> <laughs> um, so he's most, um, he'll mostly, when he does approach people or he's seen, um, he approaches you from, he's either watching from the corner of the room he stands in a doorway or he, and this did freak me out, he can sometimes be seen watching you through a mirror. Oh, that's gross. I don't like that. Do you be like those TikToks where you look for the two-way mirrors? Oh God, yeah. I actually follow that rule. I don't have any mirrors facing any mirror because I'm like, don't let anything through. Yeah, um, so his presence is often associated with an oppressive atmosphere, a sense of dread or even a malevolence. Unlike other shadowy figures that might be dismissed as fleeting nightmares or illusions, the hat man is often reported to be observed with a startling clarity, sometimes while the experiencer is fully awake, which you'll see later on in the Reddits. So yeah, some people um experience it as being like a foreboding presence, but um some have also said that he kind of acts or they think he acts like a guardian or a watcher, although it is quite unsettling. Most commonly, however, he is associated with negative emotions and evil intentions. I, I can't imagine he had great intentions or the way that he turns up, do you know? Yeah. It's so very strange, like the fact that he like he's dressed like that as well. But anyway, mm. fashion. <laughs> Um, do, you, do you remember um, the hat man when he was in Haunting of Hill House? Do you know, I actually haven't seen that all the way through. 
I, I got too scared. Yeah. We need to watch it together. That can be what we watch when at home. But do you know the guy that followed the wee boy look around? Oh, yeah. He would kind of not have feet. He would go, but he had, he was kind of based on the hat man because he was tall and had the hat. Oh, God. Scary, like. So, um, the historical and cultural roots. So, the concept of the shadowy, shadow beings has existed in various cultures for centuries with entities such as the jinn and Islamic culture the Shural in South Asian, and numerous ghost stories and folktales from around the world. The Hatman, however, seems to be a relatively modern iteration of these shadow beings, with reports gaining traction in the late 20th century and early 21st century. Despite this modernity, some researchers attempt to link the Hatman to historical figures or archetypes such as the Grim Reaper, due to his ominous appearance and the fear of, of which he invokes. Um, so when did the hat, the hat man become more widely reported? So it's really ha- hard to pinpoint the exact time when the hat man became more widely like known about. However, in the early 2000s and with the, the common use of the internet, more and more people started to share their experiences. The modern discussion of, the sh- of shadow people, including the hat man, gained significant attention through the work of authors like Heidi Hollis, who has written extensively on the topic. Hollis is often credited with popularising the term shadow people and has spoken about the hat man specifically. In her book, The Secret War, The Heavens Speak of the Battle, published in the early 2000s, she discusses the hat man as a distinct type of shadow person that many people have reported seeing. The internet has played a crucial role in the dissemination and discussion of the hat man phenomenon. And online forums like Reddit, websites dedicated to paranormal experiences and social media platforms have allowed people from around the world to share these encounters. One of the popular sources for this um, is the Hat Man Project. This asks visitors to cite, have you seen the hat man? According to Tim Brown, the website's creator, administrator and researcher, he had a personal experience with the hat man, which led him to seek out others who had similar experiences. Brown describes his own experience, which happened in 1994 when he was 14, staying with his grandmother and great grandmother. Lying in bed around 2am, Brown describes what he suddenly saw in the hallway. I saw a tall, human-like figure, and the figure looked like that of a man. The man had no distinguishable features whatsoever. I could see no eyes, no nose, no mouth, only blackness. He looked like a shadow, only darker, much darker. He had a very wide-brimmed hat and a long trench coat that flowed as he moved. Mm-hmm. It's like emo vibes. <laughs> so emo. Do you remember, and I know I've brought this up in a few episodes, but honestly, see that shadow figure I saw in my house? Mm-hmm. I would describe that as blacker than black. Like it was yeah, so like, dark. I remember you saying that at the time as mm-hmm. well. That's not yeah. for me. So the next day, Brown discovered that both his grandmother and his great-grandmother had seen the entity before. However, for many years, he wrote it off as, an, as the incident as his imagination. But in 2013, he said he heard he was listening to a programme about shadow people on the coast to coast AM, which basically where the people discussed more and more about how they had the same like experiences as him. And it was because of this, he kind of decided that it wasn't in his imagination. It was actually something he'd really experienced and he wanted to gain more um, like knowledge about the, the thing. So, is this a paranormal entity? So, there's a few things that people have said it could be. 
Um, the first one is an interdimensional being. One popular theory in paranormal circles is that, circles is that Hat Man is an interdimensional being who can move between different planes of existence. Proponents of this idea suggest that certain conditions, whether they be emotional states, locations, or the thin veils between dimensions or specific times, allow for the crossing of beings like the Hat Man into their world. This theory posts that the hat man could be observing, feeding off emotions and have some unfathomable purpose beyond human comprehension. Weird yeah, one. Yeah. Another common um, paranormal interpretation is that hat man is a type of demon or malevolent entity. The view is often supported by feelings of intense fear, dread and malice reported by those who have encountered him. According to the theory, the hat man may be drawn to individuals experiencing emotional turmoil, fear or stress, possibly feeding again off these negative energies. The specific appearance of the hat man with his dark attire, sometimes red eyes, contributes to the belief in the demonic nature of his appearance. Freaky! So, again, it's kind of similar to the other thing. Similar idea to the hat man being a malevolent entity, some paranormal theorists suggest that he is a manifestation of negative energy. The concept purpose, uh, proposes that areas with high emotional distress, trauma and malevolent activities can accumulate negative energy, which can manifest the entities like the hat man. I guess it's like, um, I guess it's like similar to like, remember when we were saying that we, we used to watch Ghost Adventures too much and then we would start to kind of almost manifest things? Yes, absolutely. Or like if you watched too much of that, or I'm even like that, too much true crime stuff, I get you get in that negative headspace a bit much more. Oh my God, I can't speak a bit more. Yeah, it's like you become more fearful because I remember when I was watching it too much, I started to wake up at like 3am every night and stuff like that, like freaky stuff. And do you remember when we were going through a phase of watching loads? I think it was when we first started the pod. um, And I had like that weird calendar above my head start flipping. Oh god, yeah. That was weird. So another um another psychopomp or harbinger, this is another thing we think is in some traditions and interpretations, figures that resemble the hat man are seen as psychopomps, being the guide souls to the afterlife, or harbingers of death or misfortune. While not encounters with the hat man involve death or disaster, some individuals report feeling that his appearance was more of a premonition or a warning. This perspective offers a more nuanced view of the Hatman, suggesting that his presence may not always be malevolent, but could start um, could serve a larger, albeit mysterious, purpose in the cosmic order. Interesting. Another paranormal theory is that the Hatman is a thought form or tulpa, a being created through collective thoughts, emotions, and beliefs of people. According to this theory, the widespread fear and fascination with shadow people, particularly the Hatman, have given him strength and form, allowing him to manifest in the physical world. It's kind of like the what was that big tall thing that people were looking at on the internet, and it kept. Yeah, remember there was like. People started seeing like actual like visions of him and stuff like that, even though he was completely made up on creepy pasta. Yeah, weird. Yeah. I just remembered I had a flashback when you were chatting there. Um, one of the I think it was one of the sinister sessions we did. I read a story on Reddit of the girl who there's a couple of Hatman stories, and the girl said, "I don't think he." is evil I think he turns up when something bad is going to happen almost as a premonition and he had been turning up for her and it turned out she had a brain tumor oh my god 
Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit juvederm.com. That's j u v e d e r m.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's one of the stories we spoke about. It just says you're chatting and it reminded me. Mhm. So maybe maybe some weight to that. Um this is weird. I'd never heard this before. So some even speculate connections to UFO alien abduction phenomena, suggesting that the Hatman could be an alien entity or an observer of another from another realm or something like that. Um but yeah, so there's a, another theory which I thought was super interesting actually and I'm I was going to look more into it but didn't have as much time when I discovered this. The Hatman has also been thought to be an astral projection. So it could be someone traveling outside their human um body to either terrorize people or basically view other people's lives without being caught. Here. Here's your things. Yeah, same. So obviously the weird thing about it is that the Hatman has been experienced beyond paralysis. Like people in real time while they've been awake have seen this being but there is a lot of scientific research that have been done to try and explain this theory away. So, one of the most common contexts of which individuals report encounters of the Hatman is during episodes of sleep paralysis, as, as we've said. Sleep paralysis, for anyone who doesn't know, occurs when a person is in a transition state between wakefulness and sleep, and the body remains immobile as it does in REM to prevent acting out dreams. During this state, the brain is partly awake, allowing for conscious awareness of the inability to move and can also be accompanied by vivid and sometimes terrifying hallucinations known as hypnagogic did i say that right hypnagogic oh sorry Hypno- hypnagogic Whatever. we have all had hypnagogic hallucinations pretty much all of us um they are do you ever have those dreams that you're falling and then you like this you jerk and you wake up mm-hmm. that's a hypnagogic hallucination that happened to be the first time that I, for for ages the other night there when we were in that cabin. Oh my god, it's weird actually. Um, so the presence of the shadowy figure like the Hat Man could be a manifestation of the mind's attempt to make sense of the sensory detachment and fear associated with being paralysed, creating a fill in the blank scenario with threatening with a threatening figure. So humans have a tendency to perceive meaningful patterns with random stimuli, a phenomenon known as pareidolia. 
in a state of fear or semi-consciousness, shadows or clothing items such as hats or coats can be misinterpreted as human figures. Once the image of the hat man becomes known to someone, the power of suggestion can make it more likely that ambiguous shapes are interpreted as this entity during these moments of fear and confusion. So there. That literally happened to me the other night there because I stupidly hung my giant green coat on the door and I literally woke up during the night and I'm like short-sighted. So obviously everything looks like a blur, but that definitely looked like a person. Shatter. It's like the um, it's like the chair, you know, where people have their washing on the chair and you wake up and you're like, holy shit, there's someone here. I know, honestly. Um, it is weird though. Um. So why, I guess, so the reason, so that kind of leads into why so many people like have experienced the same thing. If this is your brain, like say that you have seen like, a, you know, you've seen something about the hat man online or you've watched a film that embodies that type of figure. Um, it kind of gets into your consciousness. And a lot of people do, I guess, maybe don't even realize they're experiencing um, paralysis. So yeah. And I guess we'll explain it out. But mm-hmm. um. Why do people see the same thing? Um, I guess same, people see the same thing because it's a shared experience online. People have read about it. There's documentaries, there's books. And with things like Reddit, obviously a lot of different experiences are available to people, hence more sightings. It's like that collective manifestation thing, you know? It's almost like, not quite low level, but it's like a mass hysteria in a way. Mm, mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, it's just a really common image it, from all the, these different things. I think it's less likely to be, I personally, as someone who believes in ghosts and shit, I think it's genuinely less likely to be an, an actual ghost or demon or whatever. And it is literally just your brain collectively creating this. Is, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that maybe people, you know, could have seen uh, like apparitions or, or spirits from like, old timey people who would be wearing hats and kind of like look at them all together as one person well do you know when people describe it it always reminds me of the you know the plague doctors yeah same so it's like a historical reference that's crept in but anyway who thought of those plague masks who thought you know what these people are in deep need of care what do we do to help them feel better put a big fucking terrifying mask on I know, like, I often think that the plague masks look like the plague costume. Sorry, it did look a, like a scythe. Do you not think it looked like death was coming? <laughs> like it looks phallic. Yeah, no, it does look like that. <laughs> and phallic, and big. It's like a big cock nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not where I went, but you know, you know what you're like. Anyway, um, so basically. There's like, when you look online or you're starting to read about it, like there's actually not a lot of like, that's it. That's the science. That's the kind of, that's the spooky solutions and stuff like that. But the most like interesting part of researching about the hat man is definitely the Reddit experiences or like the other forums and things like that, which by the way, I'll put reference to. Um, So I've decided to finish the episode with going through quite a few different experiences that I read online. Join me in this. So this is from, this is, and here's another thing about the Reddit experiences. We're not trawling through stuff from years ago. We're talking like two weeks, two days, like everyone talks about this continuously. It's crazy. But this is from Eldrick Alien, Alien 66. And this is from five months ago. 
it's definitely real. I had a similar experience, but it was a nightmare that I remember almost vividly. I was in the middle of a field and in front of me was the big manor that looked like a dilapidated, uh, looked dilapidated outside. But when I got inside, it looked absolutely untouched. Well, I got upstairs and there's one room that's falling apart. I go on, I go, I, I go on, <laughs> I go in and this man wearing this hat grabs me, his face white as snow and eyes pitch black. I managed to break free and exit the room and that's when I woke up completely shaken. The nightmare has absolutely stuck with me. This is from Spirited Away 1557. This is also five months ago. I've seen him before. While I was sitting on the kitchen table talking on my phone, he was on the bedroom he was on the bedroom door like he was a poster taped to the taped to it. His arms were crossed like he was propped up in a casket like they did back in the 1800s to criminals. I could see no features, just a silhouette, but the outline was crisp enough to tell me what it was. It was as tall as the door with a stovepipe top hat and a long-tailed suit jacket on. I looked at him several times before my brain registered that I wasn't just seeing things. This was back in the 90s before the hat man was a thing and so widespread. It's weird, eh? Being 90s as well, that makes it more creepy for me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's before the collective suggestion that it was saying Mm. earlier on. Um, my friend Alice actually, she's got an amazing story. We need to get her on the podcast, but she's had similar experiences like this where she's had people like come into the room and things like that. Dressed Is this in- the one she, she's been on Sinister Sessions before? She's not been a oh, she might have done. Remember, they sent me that 40 minute voicemail about all their ghost experiences, and then, it, and then something creepy happened whilst the voice note was happening. Yeah, that was so weird, but yeah, get her on. Alice, if you're listening, please. Yeah, come on, Alice. Um, because it is. It's just, some of her stories are crazy. Okay, so this is from Raven Thread three years ago. Saw him once when my son was a baby. I was tired from being up with him all night and had taken a nap in the middle of the day. Kind of woke up halfway, saw him in the doorway, and my brain for some reason thought it was my husband. So I went back to sleep. When I woke up for real, I looked all over the house for my husband and he wasn't there. Called him like, where are you? And it turned out he was at work, where he where he'd been all day. So at that point, I started freaking out, told him I had seen a man in the house. So he came right back home. And of course, there was no one there. Baby boy slept through the entire incident. I will say that the house was haunted by at least one entity that my son saw frequently in his playroom. He wouldn't go in there unless someone came with him. And I, at one one time, asked him why. He said there was a boy in there with blood on his face that scared him. Don't know if the two things were related. I tend not to think so. Thanks for chucking that additional ghost in there. Oh, Jesus. What's worse? This is also from Nina. Nina, They've all got pure random names. Ninevil89 is from two years ago. I've seen him once when I was was young. I would say five-ish. We were staying at a house of a friend of the family. I was sleeping alone in the room in the front facing the street. During the night, I woke up and saw him open the window and climb in. He walked around the room and around my bed. It was a small room. And after a while, he left. I was so terrified and couldn't move. I didn't know if it was a dream or if someone had actually come in the room. It still haunts me now, almost 30 years later. (laughs) 
fucking or I actually just got the shivers oh my god lock, lock your doors lock your windows <laughs> lock up your wabs lock up your wabs um so this is also from this is another encounter and this is from 17 days ago this is from Yethid Yethid road encounter with the hat man for context I am the brother writing what my sister 19 had told me after she was driving home at night she was driving home at night whilst it was a heavy rainstorm on a five lane empty road approaching an intersection to turn left to a different street when she was driving at about 800 feet from the intersection, she had seen this man walk in what seemed to be aimlessly around the road. Maybe it was the rain or the water splashing up, creating a sheet fog, along with it being dark and lacking of streetlights, but this, the man's face was totally obscured. His whole figure resembled of a shadow. As my sister described, he was wearing a bowler's hat, old-timey fedora and a long trench coat. After seeing this man in the road and obviously being creeped out, she had went into a lane furthest away from the man. He was moving quite slowly. After a little evaluation of the situation, she had came to the conclusion that he was walking along the road to reach the sidewalk. For it being about 12 in the morning, so I guess 12 at night, and with there not being a single soul in the area, it was a fairly strange occurrence. After all, who is walking that late at night fairly slowly for no reasons? On top of that, who wears a get up that get up anyway? Come on, I know it's raining, but a trench coat? After a quick search on my sister's part that read man in hat and trench coat, she had found pictures and stories of other people's experiences with the same entity or man. She was spooked a bit by the amount of people who had seen the same thing, whether it's sleep paralysis or a certain medications or even casually in, um, casually in strange situations. It's pretty scary seeing others who commonly experience something out of the ordinary like this. And he said, there's a lot of things to consider about this. He could have been a man without a home, perhaps trying to get to a place to hide from the rain, or he could have been a bit of a hallucination. It was dark, stormy, and your eyes can do things when they don't know what they're looking at. Nevertheless, very interesting. That is very interesting. Also, I have just realised my microphone hasn't been plugged in this whole time. Do you know, I just wonder, you're, you sounded a bit like distant, just as well as my episode. Guys, it's been a day. It's been a day. We can still hear you, so it's fine. Um, this is this is from Where Art Thou Rome three years ago. No dream experiences, but there was a tiny the time as a teenager when I saw him in my closet constantly. I also had sleep problems start around that time he showed up. I would lucidly sleepwalk, but in reverse. Almost, I'd unlock doors, run into walls and all the fun stuff and think it was just a dream. But I'd wake up and the doors would actually be locked and my family would tell me I was rummaging around late at night. I would also wake oh. up screaming randomly for no reason after seeing spiders, but the spiders never existed. Oh, no, I don't like that. That can also be a sign of a psychiatric illness. God, shite. Right, I've got a couple more, Um, so I'll just crack on. Two months ago, this is from Sena Sona Psychedelia, my encounter with the hat man. This isn't a story. It was about a year ago now, and I still think of it to this day. I was laying in my bed next to my partner. We had both fell asleep around 10 or 11 that night, which was kind of out of the ordinary for us because we are normally night owls. I want to preface this story right here before before going on any further that neither of us do drugs, drink, and have both <laughs> boring, and have both not really even smoked weed since 2022. 
It had been at least a month or two at this point that neither of us had smoked. Have you have you ever had like a dream inside of a dream? It was one of those. So I didn't think I was sleeping, but most certainly was. I turn over and check my phone. It's around 2 a.m. and everything seems normal. Then the door is open. It has to have opened only enough for a person to slip in and out. I open my eyes in the dream and I, I see what appears to be a man that's around eight or nine foot tall standing at the foot of my bed. He leans over my partner and stares at him dead in the face. But while standing there, just slowly gets closer and closer and gets so close, it's like he could kiss him. Oh my God. I know. The odd part is he's still at the edge of the bed and his body leaned over the bed. We have a queen size bed boasting and it's raised. (laughs) Humanly, this wouldn't be possible. I try to move, but it feels like there's bricks on my chest. I'm stuck. My partner, on the other hand, I'm hearing him make uncomfortable sounds in his sleep, like something is wrong, but I can't wake him. I began using the only bit of strength I have left in my body to tap my boyfriend with his hand, with my hand. We're laying backs flat sided side by side and I'm on the edge. I finally am able to pull myself out of it. I wake up and he stands straight up and moves towards the side of the bed. My eyes open. He sees me. He looks as if he's moving from the end of the bed to the side of the bed where I am at. Then I raise my body. It's weird. It was kind of like I'm I'm scared of him if I was to put it into words. He slowly walks to the centre of the room, facing away from me now. Then the figure in less than two seconds vanished into the air. Our room is always shut at night and obviously at this point I'm not going back to sleep so I get up and check the door and it's cracked open. I check my phone, it's 2.32am. How long did this go on for, I wonder? Was it real? How did this happen? I'm a witch. <laughs> I thought I was protected. The truth is, no one's safe from the hat man. Oh, no. I'll do one more. Do one more. Also, my microphone's back on. Does it sound better? It's much better now. We so sorry, guys. Remember that for next time. Three, <laughs> months, three months ago, no method 291. Okay, so. All right. So for about a year now, I've been seeing the hat man in my dreams and in the corner of my view or even when I'm just in a dark area, but I've never had anything happen. And as and as of recently, I've been having the same dream over and over. He's either standing over my doorway facing the hallway or he is in, he is in the front yard facing the woods out of the front. But he doesn't seem bad or evil, more that he seems to be watching for something. I've heard a few people going missing out here in the woods, but I don't really pay much attention to it just be- um just before these dreams started, I kept seeing a pale white person standing in the tree line, staring dis- directly at my window. I didn't know what to think about it till it started getting closer each night. Then I stopped seeing it and started having these weird hat man dreams with him standing in the doorway in the front yard facing away from my room. Anyone got a clue? <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, shit. The hat man, guys. The hat man. The hat man. So For you know, sure. There's like literally 700 billion like Reddit stories about it and the consistency is wild. The consistency is probably the most compelling part of it, isn't it? Like, otherwise, yeah, you could just pass it off as, like, just seeing something. But it's the fact that so many have seen the same thing. Yeah. What's your thoughts? I 
I well, I I think the point that you made earlier about it, like that's pre-internet. So how would someone describe something so distinctive as that, having not yeah. really heard that experience elsewhere? How would you know? You wouldn't read about it. Yeah. And is he good? Is he bad? Is he just like an angel of death? Like you know, who knows? It's definitely weird that he appears when it's like you're having a shit time. Did John Mayer steal his fedora? <laughs> I know. I don't want to say anything too bad about his fedora, by the way. I was going to slag him off, but now I'm like, better not. And he'll turn up tonight and be like, I know what? I take, th- I take that back. He's not as bad as John Mayer. I take it back. I've got this in every colour, bitch. <laughs> like, bitch, I got some H&M in the sale, bitch. But yeah, so that is the hat, man. That was really good, Laws. I am going to listen to something funny. I know. No, I don't want to think about the hat, man. I know, I'm going to go make an omelette and then I'm going to watch something super funny. But, like, it's true what that girl says. Like, no one is, no one can escape it, obviously. It could happen any time. Not to us. And not to anyone listening. <laughs> okay. I definitely think you have to have a certain, what well, I will say, I think you have to have a certain brain set up for it, though. Like, because I don't really get, I, I touch wood as well, I don't actually get nightmares ever. I only had that one nightmare about, remember when I saw myself? That was yeah. weird. But anyway. I get nightmares quite often, to be honest. Maybe just because of your line of work as well. That is entirely fair. Mm-hmm. That is fair. But I've always, I've always had dreams, like quite vivid dreams. So but that doesn't mean that uh, he's going to come though. Do you know what I mean? No, he's probably not. But anyway, get the old family guy on or Superstore on and have a lovely, pleasurable evening after this. I'm going to wash my hair into a face mask. Sounds good to me, babes. I might... I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch the Great British menu. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for your listening. Listening time, guys. I appreciate that this was a... It's hard to read when I've got my contact lenses in. Okay, the mute. Oh, I dropped something. I also do apologise that I realised about 95% into the episode that my microphone wasn't on. Um, Listen, guys, my brain has been fried today, okay? Busy day. But love yous. Love yous. Um, um, Do you know what your next episode is, or is it going to be a surprise? Surprise. I do know what my next episode is. My God, what is it? And I'm really excited about it. It's going to be on the dark forces of Hollywood. <gasps> That's really good. Mum's going to love that wait. one as well. I don't wait. I've seen all these things about how there's just a vibe in LA and Hollywood and how there's really dark vibes with it that loads of people think that people have sold their souls to the dark forces to become famous. So, yeah, that's what my episode's going to be on. Sounds interesting. Um, Can't wait. You're winning the mum battle at the moment because it seems like all your episodes she really likes and she doesn't really pass comment on mine. So, yeah, well done, babes. Well, listen, thank you. Thank you, Lorraine. Appreciate it. I really do. Um, And I hope she likes this episode I'm doing. For sure. Fingers crossed. But thank you, Lauren. That was very interesting. I'm going to go and listen to something more fun now and give us a wee follow on the socials. <laughs> well, one social. Um, Instagram at is this place haunted podcast and we'll catch you in a fortnight see you in a couple of weeks guys thanks bye
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.